Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. Today we have a very good friend of mine and a friend of mine who I have known for over 10 years. Surprise. We love those on here. (laughs) But Miss Julie and I, we met in college a long time ago. And also just before we even get started, we are in, (laughs) we're in the city of Oakland. So if you hear any background noise. Welcome. We're in a city and we're doing our best. And please forgive us. And of course, there wasn't any motorbikes until immediately right now, and we started recording. So, thank you, Oakland. We really appreciate you. National Boulevard. (laughs) So, we're doing our best. We're just going to precursor that. But before we get started, we're not in a studio. We just do this, we do the damn thing. So, here we are, keeping it real. But Julie and I met many moons ago in a little place called Boise, Idaho. special little place yes (laughs) and we went to Boise State together in college um we didn't meet in the dorm shockingly but we were the same year and everything had so many mutual friends and you know naturally through just socialization the power of the universe we were drawn together (laughs) (laughs) cafe LA if you know you know you know you were we were just drawn together through our shenanigans and it's so cool, and I think something that everyone can speak to in their evolution of friendships is what drew us together initially and how we've evolved as two independent, strong women in the last 10 years and how much our values have remained parallel and how much we've grown and evolved and see each other develop into our individualities and really just blossom and have whole different things that you know keep us tied together as friends. Yes, and yeah. It's so funny, like, you know, you meet people all different seasons of your life, whether it be when you're little, when you're in college, when you're a young adult, when you're a mother, you know, there's all these different reasons why people are drawn to each other for different phases of their lives and keeping connected through all those times is something really unique and special. So yes, I always cherish my long-term friendships, but there's always so many more to come and it's just really exciting to know that Julie is someone that, I mean, case in point, I'm here visiting you in your hometown. We'd love to come still visit each other. We always make it work. We always stay in contact. And I really cherish your friendship for that reason. So I'm so glad to have you on today. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for, yeah, like I could, we could record a whole podcast about our love for each other. I love you, but, you know, (laughs) I'm like, give the people a break. Yeah, God forbid, you know. But really, I'm so grateful for, yeah, just the way, like, I feel like when we were in college, like we were good friends, but I feel like our friendship has evolved even since then, which is really unique and special because we haven't lived in the same place since then. But like you said, we've just always made it work. Yes. And so, yeah, I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful you're here. Me too. And I just like love, see, I feel like this is such a, like, we have talked so much about, you know, just like over the years or yeah, years, I think it's fair to say a couple yes. of years of you like starting this podcast and, um, here we are, baby. Here we are. So I mean, even it's amazing. Even was it over a year ago 
maybe when I was here for Outside Lands. Yeah, it was last almost October. a year ago. Mm-hmm. You gave me an early birthday present of some crystals, and they all had specific manifestation or powers, whatever you want to call them. Yes. For my podcast, and it was literally the most intentional, sweetest <laughs> gift of all time. I mean, like, I'm so lucky. I like the gift giving and gift receiving like love language but truly that was so special to me and I'll never forget it and it was in this very apartment where we're recording so it is very very serendipitous and I also feel like that in and of itself is something that can really just define you as a person Julie because you're one of the most intentional kind-hearted like just do-gooders like caring more than anyone I know people (laughs) And part of that's because you're a lovely little cancer baby. We love <laughs> a little like, cancer. Am I going to cry on this podcast? <laughs> not <laughs> two, out of the question. <laughs> two water signs. It's not off the table. But yeah, I love Julie. And just she's genuinely someone that was put on this earth to be someone who can be vocal and care about others more than they can be comfortable caring about themselves. And so you are that channel of person who is so caring and so intentional and so passionate that... I just feel like anyone who gets to have love from you is so lucky. Oh so <laughs> oh, I should be taking notes and writing these all in my journal. We'll be doing when we listen back. These affirmations yes, we live. Yes. And that's something you give me all the time too. We love each other. We support each other as much so as a deeply. friendship can. So yes, that's like one of the many numerous reasons why I wanted to have her on is A, she's such a good friend of mine, but she's so caring and just like such a warm spirit. I wanted to have people be able to witness and observe. So, so glad you're here. Oh my God, yes. Thank you, Bex. And obviously like, we all surround ourselves with people that we have things in common with. So like I could be saying all these things about you and it would also be true. Aww. Yeah. So just That's all you plus baby. one, you know, God bless. <laughs> you're so sweet. You're so kind. And we have a lot of good things in common. Foodie, yeah. Foodies, adventures, always down for, I mean, we're going to a Nelly concert okay, tonight. Thank you. So, like <laughs> if that does not describe the energy that has not changed since college. I mean, we've developed yeah. as friends since college, but one thing that has not changed is the love for 2010s hip hop. We're down for a good time. Thank you. Down to cloud. <laughs> oh, it's down to bust down Tatiana. And also, not only is it Nelly, but it's also Ja Rule. Thank you. Ashanti. Do Lil not John. forget. And can we just be so blessed by the fact that we're going to see the yin yang The father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Yang. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that that summarizes us. Like all the deep mushy gushy love Literally. and care and then yin yang twins. So thank you. <laughs> oh, but speaking the tequila's on chill. Yeah, it's on chill. It's on deck. As soon as we're done with this, diving right into a whole other dimension. Oh my gosh. But I'm so glad to have you on because you embody so many incredible things, but part of the reason that I think you're a portal of someone who can just care and vocalize for others is your intentionality and passion driven behind community care. And you helped me come up with this topic today, which I loved so much because I was like, yeah, that's you. We're doing that. <laughs> Here we are. Um, but the idea of community care, the idea of taking care of each other, the idea of living externally in service and not also in conjunction with also self-care and that's like the interesting realm of world that we have and that we live in I'd say especially within like the past five years self-care has become such a like hot topic hot word like trending word Mm -hmm. um and I really just want you to kind of like elaborate what you think about 
the definition of like community care versus self-care and or how those two overlap like a venn diagram because yes. it's always how my brain works <laughs> it's a venn diagram always such a core the visual such a core visual <laughs> maslow's yeah. um Yes. Yeah, so like you said, like I feel like self-care um, like as a concept, right, and as even like an industry almost has like gained so much momentum um, in recent years, which is beautiful and amazing. Yeah. Um, and I also think sometimes I <clears throat> like feel like leaning into community care and like taking care of each other and allowing ourselves to be taken care of in community is so like important for us to remember too um because you know like as individuals we only have so much power so really being willing to lean into our communities be that our friends our family uh you know strangers like people at our workout studios like our literal neighbors like everything that makes up our communities and thinking about that in like a broad term right or broad idea um and just being willing to yeah like i said not only support each other but also being willing to like accept that support from our communities because I feel like, like I said, self-care is like so important. I engage in so many self-care like rituals. I, you know, work really hard to take good care of myself. And also like, yeah, there's only so much that we can do by ourselves. And I feel like in our society, like we, like individualism is this like rugged concept, right? It's like, oh, you like, I don't know. And I just feel like it can be kind of dangerous sometimes. Um, And so, yeah, I've been really thinking a lot about, community care what it takes what it means to accept care from from others and what it means to care for people that I like see you know Um, and I do really feel like living in Oakland has helped like helped me think about that in different ways yeah Yeah. absolutely and because it ties into your actual like work like your paying work but also just your work or lifestyle or service here on this planet during this lifetime you know what I mean it's like it's not only just your intention when you're on the clock it's your intention at all times but I always think about that is you know we truly just like it's so funny how nowadays people are just like so self-centered and not in the way of like they're selfish but we don't really interact with our neighbors we don't really like help one another out in public or it's almost it almost feels uncomfortable by nature it almost feels uncomfortable is the word that comes to mind to go out of your way to like help someone like oh if they like drop something I'll like go and reach and pick it up or hold a door open or like just those little gestures are on the the smallest end of the spectrum to like even greater grand spectrum like intentionality like multiple people's energies like helping the greater collective you know like intentional drives or fundraisers you know what I mean like there's can be a whole spectrum of how we can all lean on and help one another it can be free it can be intentional it can be monetizable there's so many ways that we can all help and I'll let you get into your specifics but I feel like yeah it's so normalized to just gosh allow people to suffer such a hard word but allow people to almost like suffer and not get involved than it is to just lend a helping hand and I feel like uh, if you want to think about it evolutionarily like we were all in tribes groups whatever you want to call them societally we were all meant to care collectively and we have so far removed over time and especially in our generation's lifetime to living solely independently which 
is empowering on one sense that we can do so much just as individuals in this day and age as far as just taking care of ourselves. But our brain chemistry is also not wired to be alone, to be self-sustaining, to not have a sense of community. And community doesn't just mean people outside of your friends and family. Those are part of your community as well. So yeah, that's, I think it's really interesting how our brains aren't ever meant to have us just be so isolated and alone. And also societally, we were never meant to not collectively all work together. And it kind of like just goes to show in every city I've ever been to the separation of classes, like the separation of just care for one another. I just think about it even just like going to the grocery store or going to the bank and people just being very to themselves. And to be fair, like there's emotional intelligence always in every human interaction (laughs) of when and when to not interact. But it almost seems like it, like I said, coming back to it, it almost feels uncomfortable to want to like go out of your way to help someone when innately we suppress that. Like it almost we probably do want to, or people do want to help us more than we'd like to think, but they almost just like, they're like, oh, never mind. You know what I mean? They just kind of brush it off. Yeah, I could see that. So that's why I feel like community care has kind of lost its formality or like normalization. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I do feel like I told Becca before we started recording, I was like, so I can guarantee that I'm going to like jump on my capitalist, anti-capitalist bandwagon. And here we are. Um, I feel like it's literally a tool of capitalism. Like it's literally a tool of capitalism to like force us or try to force us to just like be, you know, to be in our own little squares Mm -hmm. and not take care of each other because there's so much power in taking care of each other. Yeah. And collectively that it's like this fear of like, oh, if if the people come together we might be in danger so let's like you know keep them keep them in their little squares like I feel like it's very much so a a tool a tactic you know and so to like resist that by taking care of each other and like you said in big and small ways like I had an interaction the other day um I live like we mentioned I live in Oakland and for anybody who's been to Oakland there's a, a lake like in the middle of kind of in the middle of the town um called Lake Merritt and I live just a few blocks from it which is so I like feel so blessed that I live so close <laughs> to water my little water sign soul is yes, so grateful yes. um but the other day I was like going for a walk around Lake Merritt and like being outside, I feel like, okay, I could take my mask off. Like, okay, this feels safe. So I've like been trying so hard to like smile at strangers more yes, yes. because it feels that so was lost good. for a long time. It literally feels so good to have that uncovered and to be able to just be able to have smile at each connection. other. Like the human connection. Yes. And so I was walking the other day and I like smiled at this person and they like looked at me and they said, thank you for that smile. That just turned me around. They were like, I was spiraling in my mind and your smile just brought me out of that. Like, what? Like, it's that simple. It's truly that simple. Like, and smiles are a reason we communicate with non-verbally for a reason. Like, there are all these ways that we subconsciously can interact and just care for one another that we don't even know are A, fucking free. Right. And B, just so attainable so attainable like and I just affirmed that person I was like you know when I'm spiraling like being grounded helps and I was like you're here like you're here like I was just reminding them like that you're here you're grounded like you're okay you know I don't know this person so I can't really be like attuned to what they're going through everything's gonna be fine like I don't know that I don't not know what they're going through but you know just like how like 
literally just a smile. Like, and that person is part of my community. It's a person that I'll probably never see again. Or if I did, I wouldn't know, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't recognize them, but like, yeah, just that small way of taking care of of each other. And like you said, it goes beyond that too. Like, and I feel really lucky that like, I feel like my purpose on this earth, I do get to exercise in my job. Like you said, like I, um, I'm like, I feel like nutshell version that I describe it is I'm like a life coach for um, college students, for first generation college students. Um, Although I should probably stop saying that because I'm like not a certified life coach. So probably a better way to describe it is I'm like an academic and wellness coach for um, students who are first in their family to go to college. And so, yeah, I just feel so fortunate that like my like my call what I feel like is like my calling and purpose on this earth like I get to exercise like you said not only in my job but then also in like ways that I try to contribute to my community by volunteering and and things like that like like I said Julie's a giver just trying to take care of each other okay (laughs) she's doing where you're lacking she's compensating let's just I'm just I feel that way as her best friend let alone the communal collective of the universe she is giving so much so we're all contributing in our own ways as best we can but you are above and beyond and I so admire that about you it's your biggest strength like I said so I I wouldn't have said that in the intro without but now you've given the context so yes it's in your line of work it's in your impassionate and I think something really special about you and people like you is that you're inspiring so many people because people might feel like I said that that urge of like oh it would be uncomfortable if I did that like I'm gonna hold back But if anyone is witnessing you because they know you or on social media or just passing by you as a stranger, like you might inspire them to normalize those kind of things. And so I think that that is something that hopefully this podcast can do. You know, they can hear like your impassioned through this through this motion and this this topic and be able to think like, yeah, that is normal. Why am I not doing that? Why am I not? And having those questions of, you know, why am I not helping more towards my community? And why do I feel like it's not worth my time? And have the challenging questions to yourself of why do I feel like it it would be weird to help someone who I see struggling? Right. Um, Because we're also people who struggle. All of us. That doesn't just because we might be helping doesn't mean we also have (laughs) our moments of struggle. Yeah. I think that a question that I constantly try to ask myself is like, how can I be doing more? that can mean so many things, right? Like maybe that means, you know, support, you know, like supporting one of your coworkers in a different way. Or maybe that means like, yeah, donating to an organization. Or maybe that means, like it can mean so many things, but I do feel like that's a question that I ask myself often is like, how can I be doing more? And like, of course I respect where everybody is at in their community care journey. And I, I think that that is a question that there's room for all of us to ask ourselves more. And like, particularly like I have a lot of privilege in my life, like, um, just by way of the identities that I hold. And so like, I also feel like there's a sense of like responsibility for me to like use that privilege, um in ways that I hope make an impact whether that's for one person or for many people um so yeah a question that I constantly or consistently ask myself is how can I be doing more yes and that is literally inspiring (laughs) literally that how can you be doing more asking those self-questions and self-reflections and just where do you feel uncomfortable? Where do you feel like someone is less than you? Where do you feel like you're more than someone? All those very uncomfortable topics, especially for people like you and me of privilege to be able to be like, yeah, where is my responsibility to help the greater collective? Because everyone should have equal opportunity in this world 
to achieve the things that they want to do and desire. That's just, it's literally like all that our purposes on this earth yeah. <laughs> is to be right. joyful and do things that make us happy. Literally. Like, that is, I, want all, I want that for all of us. Yes. Like joy and dignity and yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Exactly. So I just think it's interesting to be able to have that self-reflection of, like you said, where you are in the journey, because we also don't need to tear like, oh, you're giving more because you can give a million dollars to a foundation than someone who also can smile to someone on the street. Like all those things matter. Yes. And whatever capacity you are able to give matters. It does not mean that it is any sort of non- value if it is not grand yes so all of those things matter and all those things add to the greater positive collective as a society as a county as a city as a state as a country as a world as a universe like all of those things momentously add up upon in one another and if anybody is feeling in a place of doom i think i might have touched on this in one of the other podcasts i recorded this week but (laughs) just those those thoughts of like oh there's so much you know negative vibrational energy it feels like in the universe in this time in our world and our news whatever news you follow or whatever just like reality in our world just existing (laughs) (laughs) kind of exhausting it's very exhausting a but b you know that might think oh what the heck is the point of even doing anything about it then it's very easy to take that path of what's the point then and that's very dark because that can mean a lot of different depths of things to different people but if you also consider it like, okay, my one little action isn't really going to change the world and make all this doom go away, you're actually wrong. Because all of those individuals, think about like the extreme hypothetical. If every single person in your community that surrounded you took the time to set differences aside and help one another, that collectively is adding to changing any sort of negative component like that's vibrating like you know what I mean like I it's so hard to put it into words but if you can imagine a world where we all were coexisting and helping one another to be all in equal access happier people giving people things that they just basic needs desires joys to do what they want to do and everybody had the availability to function at just what made them happy and not obligatory yes that would None of the problems that we have would exist. Right. So that's obviously like a very utopian. Well, some of them might. But. Yeah. <laughs> a utopian thing to imagine. But that's the extreme is like, yeah, so your collective energy, even individual, and even just you having this conversation with your friends and inspiring them to do more and challenging them to do more is all adding to the greater collective. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I agree wholeheartedly. Like there is only so much that us as individuals can do to like make our world a better place because there are like you know corporations and billionaires that are doing a lot more harm than like any of us individually might and also I do believe that we have like an individual responsibility like to yeah to to like do our part yeah. right to yeah. do our part like we're all a piece of this universal puzzle and like to just do our part yeah yeah oh I think that's so true I think we've talked a lot about like the community care aspect, but also, like I said, the coexisting of that self-care that is such a hot topic, but you also can't give unless you nurture yourself Definitely. too. And that's where if if you're, <laughs> I like how we have this term, community care journey yeah. <laughs> is not anywhere even started yet, that's okay. Yeah. And there's no shame in that too. And if you're still just figuring out like why you feel triggered by certain things or why you feel like you can't give or why you feel like you're lacking, 
that's where you need to just inwardly turn and have that focus of like, how can I care for myself to be able to want to be that person in society, be that person that can help others, be that person that feels worthy of giving, be that person that feels worthy of receiving. Because even if you feel pretty positive about, you know, taking care of yourself, you're getting enough sleep, all the stereotypical things, taking care of your hygiene, your health, your diet, whatever, whatever self-care means to you because there's no definition. If you are taking care of those things and you still feel like you can't give outwardly, self-care is also just self-work. It doesn't necessarily have to be something external. Self-care can also be internally being like, let me just sit with these thoughts of how can I understand and not be passive aggressive or microaggressive towards somebody to think that they don't deserve exactly what I deserve. And having that just thought of, okay, if I can love myself and think that everybody else deserves the exact same joy that I am allowed to experience, how can I make that happen? Right. Yeah. And that can be so minimal. That can be so maximal. Like it really is is the the sky's the limit for whatever you want to do and whatever you want to be able to do and help others. And Definitely. again, like I said, I will reiterate, it does not matter how grand the gesture. Right. If you're just doing anything weekly even of interacting with a stranger or helping a community or helping a group, like that goes oh so many more miles than you probably think it does yeah like you said that stranger you stopped their spiral just from walking right you were literally done that didn't even take any just mask planning or effort (laughs) mask off (laughs) smiling doing you your little beaming light of joy yes yeah i definitely agree i think that um so much of like our self-work right is really examining our own beliefs And getting to the root of, do I believe this because I believe this? Or do I believe this because I've been taught by whatever other, like, other people in my life or forces in my life to believe this, right? And so one thing that I tell my students pretty often is asking for help and seeking support takes so much courage. Yes. Like, I feel like so often we frame like needing help as like a weakness yes but in reality being willing to seek support and accept support is so courageous yeah to be gonna get you so much further than again you could on your own and to know your strengths and to know your Your areas where like okay this is an area of opportunity for me like yes a lot of times i'm talking about about it with them in the academic context of like okay so like biology is not your is not your best subject so how can you like seek support from people who biology is their best best subject subject, right yeah me with math you i'm like definitely need an accountant can't do that myself yes 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 Yes. like there's and that's what's so cool about humans is that we all have our own strengths so like if we all work together there is no weakness and that's the point of community right like we literally all make up this bubble of differences it's like we all have something to contribute yes we all have our superpower yes we all have our superpower to contribute and if we are just willing to like accept Support from other people's superpowers, like that's powerful. Okay, but <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, the bar so is low just... for you, <laughs> but not as low as the standards in Cafe Ole. The bar, bar is below Cafe Ole. In Cafe Ole. <sighs> but yes, I feel like there's so much courage in being willing to seek and support, seek and accept 
help and support mm-hmm. like and reframing that as a belief rather than seeing it as a weakness Shameful. but reframe mm-hmm. yes like reframing it as like no this takes courage oh my god for me to say i need help like that's such an act of courage me hoping adults can reframe that in the future children of tomorrow are being taught that we need that please yeah please like asking for help <laughs> is a strong suit not yes. a weakness because yeah, as much as we want to contribute and help ourselves so we can help others, we're always going to need help. No one is not above that. No one yes. is above that. You know what I mean? Like, we're all going to need help. Like, even the most powerful people in the world, like you yes. said, mention them. as a. They still need help. Like, they can't do it all themselves. And someone who is, you know, like, without a home also needs help. Like, those are stereotypical things we can think of. But even if you're living nice, uh, you still need help. All the things. It doesn't matter about your like socioeconomic status. It's like we all need help with fostering our emotions, having a place to vent, having a place to feel encouraged and congratulated, having a place to feel celebrated, having a place to feel just listened to and yes. not given advice, having a place to just have community and like people who are like you that make you feel seen and heard and yes. valued. You know what I mean? Like whatever those spaces are that you put yourself in, think how can I also give this back to someone who doesn't feel like they have that space? Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely. really powerful. Yeah, definitely. I love uh, it. Gotta take care of each other. Come on, community. We gotta take care of ourselves, but we gotta take care, care of, of each other. other. Like it's all so necessary. It's all needs to coexist yes. on that Venn diagram. Yes. The overlap there needs to is. be large. There it it is. needs to be very needs much to be overlapped. A <laughs> <laughs> who we're taking care of. Ourselves, each other, a all circle. together. A circle of the Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so glad and this like flew by. But Literally, like me can... looking at the thing, I'm like, wow. How has it already been that long? <laughs> oh my gosh. But we'll go ahead and wrap up with I love that you already dropped the superpower <laughs> word. <laughs> So, Julie, what do you think your superpower is? The number of times I've thought about this. Like, I feel like I've been studying for an exam, like, ready for these questions. I'm like, pencils down. Pencils down, girls. Like, (laughs) she's ready. But I really do feel like my superpower, like, I was telling Becca, you know, the number of different angles that I've thought about this question from. Like, what does that mean? Like, like, how how do I think about this? And I've thought about it. What I The angle that I landed on, I think, is, like, not necessarily like what's a trait that I possess that nobody else does, right? But like right. what's a trait or a characteristic that I possess that's maybe like elevated, elevated from like the average human. And I do feel like it's my compassion. Yes. Which like I think ties in with our like topic. Yes. Like I'm not gonna lie, sometimes it really gets the best of me. Like it does. sometimes she's overly it's compassionate. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged okay, sword. Okay, we're working on balance. Yes. <laughs> we're working yes. on boundaries. Yes. But yes, I do feel like, you know, I the level of compassion that I hold um for others and that I've been giving myself more permission to hold for myself too is something that I really love about myself yes <laughs> also oh Julie is a very unique friend of mine I'm going on a tangent what I should have had in the beginning but it doesn't matter when it happens it still matters is you are someone who can I, I can relate to in so many unique and specific ways compared to anyone else in my life and I feel like you specifically I think we like to, you know, bounce like flubber off one another that we literally can acknowledge the things we love about ourselves and show so much self-love and then also love and compassion towards one another in our friendship. And I wish that was so normalized for so many more people because I'm so lucky to have a friend like you who sees me as deeply as I see you. So 
I truly mean that. Like, you're so compassionate, and that would be the one word I'd use to describe you. So I'm so glad <laughs> you came out with it's it like yourself as your yes. superpower. So it's so, so, so true about you. And, like, I just really just love that about you. Like, you're literally so compassionate. You are so caring and... I wouldn't have it any other way, oh, you know? Yeah. And I do feel like it's like it's okay to love yourself too. Yes, know yeah, your strengths. Yeah. Absolutely. And like I know you're one of your most recent um episodes you're talking a lot about ego and I think yeah. that like ego like we can love ourselves without it being like egotistical right like it's okay to say like I love this about myself like yeah normalize needing normalize needing help and also loving things about yourself like we are all like to know our own superpowers and to know what we contribute to our community and to know where we also lack so we can get help yes all of that like it all feeds into the self-awareness we love thank you but I do feel like compassion is like a you know I I know that I can't ever fully understand somebody else's lived experience right like that the only lived experience that I can fully understand is my own own. um but to have a level of compassion for each other and to see like okay my experiences are have been different from this person's and to do like I just feel like compassion is really a tool of like progress Mm. um we can't like progress as a society as a people as a universe without being able to see ourselves in each other yeah in some and, ways. and see our our experience not just as our experience only yeah like we need to see the life of lens through others yeah the lens of life through others yeah but see be able to like imagine and have compassion and empathy for people in their lived experiences and their truth even if we haven't lived them ourselves. and that I think takes a lot of just like humbling and yeah. awareness but a lot of people I feel like are really good at suppressing and not capacitating. So yeah, definitely. I agree. Compassion is a tool of progress, and we need it. Of that a lot. Thank you. <laughs> we need, yeah, we need it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then last but not least, what does Miss Julie like to do to stay grounded? Love this question, and also the irony in what this answer is about to I be. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my god! I'm so just talking about community care, and then me being like, "Well, what I do to stay grounded is spend time by myself." <laughs> It's the act of self-care before community care for me. Okay, it's like I am an introverted little baby. Mm. Like I need, I need time to myself. Like I need time with my thoughts. Um, So oftentimes, me taking care of myself is. Um, or to stay oftentimes me grounding myself is spending time by myself and like spending time by myself doing things like journaling Mm -hmm. um, spending time in nature that's a really important grounding exercise for me Um, I would say those are probably my two like most specific tactics are um, journaling and spending time in nature but yeah just spending time by myself (laughs) I love that I love that I love how connected you are with the things that bring you joy and the things that help you feel centered and grounded and you're so attuned to those. Like I asked everybody that question, but I feel like definitely you more than most people have that answer to a T because you've practiced it to a place where it's chef's kiss. This emoji. (laughs) (laughs) The fingers. But yeah, I mean, I do like, I appreciate that. And I think that, yeah, like I agree with that. It's taken me a long time to get to a place of knowing what I need. Mm -hmm. And And there's so much beauty in that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I have committed to myself, like, 
another I know one of your other most recent episodes talked a little bit about like building trust with yourself Mm. and so I've made this commitment to myself to do at least one thing every day that takes care of me and sometimes that means like you know it means something different every day sometimes it's like I literally have five minutes to like read at night before bed or sometimes it's like I go on a miles long hike by myself you know or sometimes it's committing to the workout class you scheduled and not canceling or it's doing the dishes because that would make your life easier for yourself if you can commit to doing it like all those little ways add up that's a good point too like yeah doing the hard things too um I could go on a tangent about how I'm having to get braces soon which I'm like really dreading but I know it's me taking care of myself so um (laughs) doing the hard things yeah And if that's not a way to round this thing out, I don't okay. know what is. I fucking Shout love out you. to all the dentists over the past 10 years that have told me I needed them. We appreciate you. Here we are. You're doing community care. Okay. <laughs> making, a, making that smile even better to smile at strangers and make them stop spiraling. Thank you. But is it going to be better? I mean, I feel like it's beautiful it's, already. I mean, it's already changing lives as is, so I'm a little scared of its potential. Oh my gosh. Well, so we'll round this thing out, but I know that, you know, we kind of came up with this topic today with a little bit of inspiration and obviously you are the way you are, but it was slightly influenced by a multitude of things. Totally. And I think you said that this book kind of gave us kind of the, you know, springboard platform of kind of today's topic. So go ahead and share it. Yes. Yeah. I feel like reading this book. So, um, Bell Hooks, she's like a iconic black feminist writer um and one of her books is called all about love and I feel like this book when I read it like it was so much of what I already believed and felt but was challenged to like put into words like why do I feel this responsibility and this pull and this and this investment in Mm. taking care of my community and like contributing in all these ways that I possibly can and using my privilege in the best ways that I can while also knowing I'm going to make mistakes and gratitude to all the people who have done so much to to teach me um but yeah this book just like put into words about so like I said the book is called all about love and um Basically, so so Bell Hook says, um, I'm going to read, read two kind of pieces. Yeah. Um, so one of the parts says, so this is just like in the introduction chapter. So she says, dictionary definitions of love tend to emphasize romantic love, defining love first and foremost as profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person, especially when based on sexual attraction. Of course, other definitions let the reader know one may have such feelings within a context that is not sexual. However, deep affection does not really adequately describe love's meaning. She goes on to define love as, To truly love, we must learn to mix various ingredients. Care, affection, recognition, respect, commitment, and trust, as well as honest and open communication. And I feel like just giving verbiage to that. And she goes on to talk about like love as like a a value rather than like a feeling that we have for each other. Yeah. Um, So yeah, all that to say, All About Love by Bell Hooks, highly recommend. It really helped me put verbiage and just like 
specificity to this feeling that I've had of like why I see the importance of taking care of each other because it's coming from a place of love Mm -hmm. like and I feel like some people would be uncomfortable with saying like yes I love my neighbor yeah but I mean like I don't mean that I love my neighbor and that like I want to kiss them yeah I mean maybe if they're cute but like um (laughs) I mean it and like I love them I care for them I respect them I want them to live a life of dignity and and joy and all of these things right um and so to like truly love each other whether we know each other or not yeah like the power that's the basis that's literally the foundation shout out to bell hooks always and forever thank you for (laughs) doing literally the work for us like writing it in a way that is tangible to reframe our thoughts about just what it means to love one another yes yeah that's so beautiful yes. well i love you i love you <laughs> no i love you <laughs> thank you for being on joy it means so much so much ah thank you thanks for listening to this episode of you're grounded make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from make sure you follow us on instagram youtube and tiktok all social platforms are titled you're grounded pod Until next time, stay grounded.